When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Andy Bernard. And Melissa Bernard. And Catherine and Alex are often gallivanting around the globe or are. something. Something like that. Uh, but we'll be joined by Kristen Burt right after this with the family. Tommy, I need a favor. What's that? Can you say Nissan Titan in that big Tom movie theater voice? Do you want Echo or not? No, Echo's fine. No, Echo, okay. Right. Nissan Titan. Try it with Echo. Okay, wait a minute. This is my Echo. My Echo. I just paid a lot of money for this Echo. Nissan Titan. Man, that's brilliant. We have got a killer deal at our two Nissan stores, Coon Rapids and Burnsville. For this month, for the month of October, you can buy a brand new Nissan Titan, which is just a badass truck. 0% financing for 84 months. Here's the only catch. We only have 12 of them in stock between the two stores. So, But 0% for 84 months on a Titan, that's unheard of. That's as long as your KQ contract. It is. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so when you get your truck paid off, you don't have to listen to Tom anymore. Yeah, and I don't have to get up anymore. That's brilliant. Can you say Nissan Titan one more time? Nissan Titan. That sucks. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. We're rocking out, baby. I cannot believe it. It's 1214 in Minnesota, and it's 65 degrees. On November 3rd. On November 3rd, it's going to be 65. I'm going to try to play golf on Saturday. I've never played golf in Minnesota on my birthday before. Immediately after record early snow. You got it. Makes no sense. Global cooling, global warming, global climate change. We got it all. We got everything. We got everything covered, ladies and gentlemen. We cooled, and then we warmed. No doubt about it. Boy, I tell you, there somebody uh, on the internet is uh, Kristen with us. Yes, Kristen. Yeah. Somebody at the internet. Somebody on the internet is pissed off at me 
because I brought up the website, and you know who I see uh, on the website? Who? Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer, back-to-back. I can't stand either one of them. <laughs> so that's what I got. I got to I got to battle through the leader of the Senate because it's going to be one of those two. And oh my God! So why do they call him Cocaine Mitch? Cocaine Mitch. Do cocaine? I thought they just called him Moscow Mitch. Moscow, Moscow Mitch. Or is that not Mitch McConnell? No, oh, it is. Yeah, Cocaine Mitch, Mitch McConnell. He, they... he sold shirts. He sold shirts that said Cocaine Mitch on them. Why? Because he apparently is very weird. Does he not? Well, he is a weird. You talk about weird. You, you talk about McConnell and Schumer. They're both nuts. God, they're just they're so aggressive, too. You talk about a couple of guys that have daddy issues. That's Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer. Dan, I'm a tough guy. No, you're not a tough guy. Mm. Cut the comedy with the you're a tough guy thing. Just trying to impress daddy, are we? Do all male Representatives have daddy issues? I would oh, I think so. I think Whoa. that's probably true. Or mommy issues, or both. No Just doubt about it. trying to impress it. someone. Holy Christ, a picture just popped up on my screen. Rush Limbaugh's lost a little weight, man. I would uh-huh. assume he had. <clears throat> yeah, he's, uh, how much longer? He doesn't have much longer to go, does he? I don't think Pretty so, Ill, no. right? Yeah, he looks like he's very, well, in this picture, he literally well, looks he's like had, he's lost. He has what kind of cancer? Lung? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yep. he's had stage four lung cancer for a couple oh. of years now. It's What's the five-year survival stage rate four? of that? Like, it can't be more than 20%. He's not had good health. And, yeah, no, he's never been a healthy man to begin with. So yeah. it's like... That's, that's stating the obvious now, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, but it, it's amazing, though. I mean, he's had, like, nine lives on this. I mean, he's had a, I know. a, a bad addiction. He's been overweight. I'm sure I'm missing something else. Now he has a cancer battle. Mm-hmm. He, he likes the cigars. Yeah. Oh, yes. Arrogant yes. dick. You forgot that part. Ooh. Wow. Lung cancer has come a long way. The five-year survival rate of lung cancer is 60% now. Ooh, really? Oh. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's one thing that people just, it's hard to <clears throat> comprehend. But the survival, the five-year survival, and actually cure, actual cure well, there is no of cancers yeah. that were 100% lethal, uh, at five years, yep. really? thirty years ago, is remarkable. Oh God! Yeah. So, uh, so much of leukemia ACL is uh, curable now in children. Um, I had a friend of mine who had inflammatory breast cancer when I was a resident. Everybody died from that. Doesn't matter what you did, you just you died. You just uh, that was, that was, that was, two yep. or three years, everybody was gone. She is cured, and the survival rate from that now is seventy-five, eighty yeah. percent for inflammatory breast cancer. So really, there's been huge changes. So when they say, we got some drugs here for you, they're going to make you feel like crap. Mm-hmm. They're working. Take them. Take them. You're not going to like it, but you'll like being alive after. Yeah, being alive after is a good thing. That's the upside yeah. of the whole deal, no question about and, it. And, and so many of those do maintain a reasonable quality of life for those people. The cure of the cancer, that you have a reasonable quality of life, and that was always <laughs> been a question. And Yeah, uh, oh, there's been huge changes. I just, oof. Now, so, depending on whether it's small cell or not, uh, Rush's five-year survival rate is an average of about 5%. 5%? Oh, so, yeah. He's not looking healthy at all. It's, no, he's probably not going to be alive in two years, but if it's large cell, it's 6%, which, 
Hey. hey, there you go. You'll take your percentages. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose that's right. Have you uh, have you voted yet, Kristen? I voted a month ago. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we voted like too. two, three weeks ago. I'm so yeah. lazy, all of you. I, I, <laughs> we I, don't, I just wanted to be done with it. Well, yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. We went to the uh, place. Yeah, we went to it. Yeah. We dropped off our ballots. I actually, I actually today... She was going to mail it in, and then I opened hers thinking it was mine. Yeah. Whoops. Messed it up. But that's fine. I mean, it's not far for us. But I, no. I actually posted today on Facebook, everyone's running around, go vote, go vote. And I'm like, you know what? This year I actually feel more American because I got to go vote when I wanted and where I wanted. <clears throat> Instead of on one day at a specific time, and wait in line and you know i just like i kind of feel like oh, you, oh. i'm more american because yeah. i got to do what i want because, because that's you what can cheat. no oh, oh. Cheat. they can <laughs> cheat like mad with that system no i well i mean i went so i yeah. like that's different like i i voted i took my ballot to the place and i voted in person i just didn't have to go through all the rigmarole and actually do it there that's the only difference yeah, yeah. yeah. but i get i get why people are upset about maybe mailing it in and things like that but like well, the fact you don't even have to show id anymore you don't have to they don't want your signature because it doesn't have to match no, well, it has to match in california oh duh, yeah. good, a lot good. of ballots yeah i got sent back and, and you know it's funny because uh, my signature has changed significantly the more i type mm-hmm. the less i do when it comes to my yeah, signature yeah, I, yeah. I don't have the muscles anymore in my hands so yeah. I was a little nervous on that after I signed it. I'm like, oh, I don't know what it looks like anymore. I have never really had a signature. <laughs> no, I just he hasn't. Write my name in print, and it's not very good. <laughs> well, in in Minnesota, actually, when you do an absentee ballot, you do have to provide uh, an ID, a form of ID. Good. Yeah. Uh, on we the had ballot. to write our license write, numbers on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, oh, and if you don't have one of those things, then you can't do it absentee. You have mm-hmm. to show up. So that that is, I mean, I don't know about other states, but here it is. You do have to prove that you're registered and a citizen. So there you go. Oh, Kristen, I got bad news for you, by the way. Uh oh. Your home state, California, has a new title in the Wall Street Journal. Have you seen the Wall Street Journal this morning? <laughs> you mean my home state of Massachusetts? <laughs> no, no. I mean your home state of California. <laughs> what did we do now? You have a new title in California, a new name for your state. Okay, tell me. California, the shoplifting capital of America. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That's because California has made San it. San Francisco. Yeah, they decriminalized, like, shoplifting under $500 or something. They did, yep. Yeah. Yep. Right, I, I think it's, it's under actually a thousand. under 1000 It's under 1000 <laughs> Insane. Yeah. It is. So, and people literally go steal $950 worth of stuff. I'm sure they do. That's what they in do. San Francisco, at a particular, Walgreens is shutting down a number of yep. yeah. their stores in San Francisco because people were just walking in, taking about $950 worth of stuff, and then walking out. And, of course, when you're making close to minimum wage, you're not going to stop anyone. The cops no. aren't coming oh. in to help you. You're not going to risk your life for this, so you just let them steal. Unfortunately, now they're all out of a job, yep. and that's on the corporation, not on them, of course. I don't expect them to be doing the police work or anything else like that, but it's ridiculous. You should let the police do the police work. What do you say? How about that? But they're not coming in for $1,000 worth of stuff. It's not worth it nope. to them. Right. Who's not? 
to the police. Well, they decriminalized it. Yeah. Right. So what's the, I mean, there's no point in wasting their time. They've well, got I other guess, things to do. I guess San you're Francisco right. has a thousand other issues going on. Right. Yeah, they got some issues. We know Catherine and I used to go there at least once a year for a while, and then once every couple of years. Absolutely loved San Francisco. Went up to, you know, Napa Valley from there. Had a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't think of going to San Francisco ever again. I'm so fed up with what they did to that beautiful town, I can't even tell you. And the crazy thing, and this is the real sad part, because of the pandemic and people working from home, especially the tech companies mm-hmm. realizing you don't need to be in San Francisco, there is nope. a mass exodus. And rent is dropping, I think it's a, a down 20 to 30% over oh. last year alone. Well, anyone who didn't see the bubble, the real estate bubble in cities like that, where rents were skyrocketing to the point where people were paying $3,000 a month for a one-bedroom apartment. Right. If, whoever didn't see that bubble coming was... Naive at best, I would say. Yeah, that's very, very true. Mm-hmm. We've only got about 40 seconds left here, so i got to tell you, I was watching an episode of The Twilight Zone, Kristen. Mm-hmm. You know, Twilight Zone is from 1956, I think it was, this episode. And this woman moves to New York City, and she goes to look at an apartment on Madison Avenue. Right? Oh. So she walks into an apartment. It's 1956, I think it was. 57, we'll say. So she goes and looks at the apartment. It's got, uh, it looks like it's on about the 15th floor. It's got a, an outdoor deck, three bedrooms, a kitchen, a full dining room, and a full living room. And she goes, well, my goodness, this place is beautiful. Well, how much is the rent? I, I, I kind of scared to ask. And the woman said, well, it's you know not affordable for everybody. It's $400 a month. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that times have changed tough. a little. What a deal. <laughs> times have changed a little in New York, I'll tell yeah. you that. Oh, my God. But San Francisco, it's down 30%, you're saying. Over last year alone. It doesn't surprise so, me at all. San Francisco is going to have, have a major struggle. And the crazy thing is Los Angeles is not seeing the same issue because a lot of the tech industry is moving down here to L.A. Right. Bigger space, more affordable, and they've created Silicon Beach. Yeah. Instead of Silicon Valley. Well, plus, L.A.'s got Kristen Burt. Why wouldn't you want to live there? Oh, I know. That's why everyone's here. They're all moving in because of Kristen Burt. A chance to see car tours. A, a chance to see and talk to Kristen Burt. That's all they enough need. to get it's there. I know. Dream come true for I, so many. For so many. <laughs> so many. We'll be right back with Kristen Burt. Tom Bernard with the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who just so happens to be a very good friend of mine. If you're trying to get me to give you some shots on the golf course next time, it's not going to work, Tom. Well, it was worth a shot. So, from refinancing your home to small business loans or just a new checking account, you are a locally owned community bank. So what does that mean to folks listening, Michael? We take pride in individually crafted and customized solutions for your business with quick response times to all our customers, Tom. If you're tired of talking to pre-recorded voices and the wait times that can be forever, we answer the phone in Roseville, Edina, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. Plus, if it's important for your banker to know who you are, that's us, because we're your neighbor. So you're easy to find in a place people can trust. I learned that from personal experience, you know. Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine. Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You know, I just read something that made me very, very happy. You know what it is, Kristen Burt? 
Kristen Burt. Hello, hello, can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Okay, excellent. I just read something that's made me very happy. You want to read? You want? You want me to read the headline to you? Please. Americans cast final votes as campaign winds down. Yeah. 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 Time. Are we all drinking tonight because this election cycle is over? Oh, like, who God. cares about who wins? Yeah. Honest <laughs> to God, Kristen, it's just so disgusting. Two people running for president that do nothing but badmouth the other guy. It's like, really? Why don't you show some class? Ugh. What, will it ever go back? Because nope. that tone changed in 2016 and yep. it's continued all the way through. <clears throat> it's just never going to stop. We're all horrible. You, hey, you know what? As long as I can make money, I don't care if you die. We have literally become like the rest of the world now. Disgusting. Reuters did a really interesting article about, uh, and I related to it very well, in that a lot of families, because of voting differences, a lot of families aren't speaking to each other, like, at all. Oh, yeah. In fact, they think that some of the fractures in the family will never heal themselves because so many people, and it's the Trump factor, so many people find him despicable and horrible and can't look past the personality of it Mm -hmm. um, that they won't forgive their family members for voting. Well, and the same is true with Joe Biden. He's a criminal. They're all criminals. They're, They're all criminals. criminals. They yeah. are. They're all criminals. Yeah. And, and that's why I, I'm not a Republican and I'm not a Democrat. I just, these people are all filthy and all they care about is money. Ugh. Well, and not the interest of the Americans. And then that's, we're really, right. as a country, we're struggling with all of that because so many yep. people are falling behind and they're never going to catch up. No, you're absolutely right, but we'll keep an eye on that. You know, I had to do something this morning on the KQ Morning Show, and I have to do it here, too, which is, it pains me, I will tell you, but i got to do it. You ready? Yeah. I have to apologize to Stephen King for saying he's one of the most boring writers in history <laughs> because I watched the first episode of Mr. Mercedes from that trilogy of books he wrote. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mercedes is on, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm watching it on, I think, Prime Video. Brendan Gleeson's in it. The people in it, the writing is phenomenal. The acting is fantastic. It's a great story. So I have to openly apologize for criticizing Stephen King as saying he's a very boring writer. Because this, this show is really, really good. Did you not enjoy, like, The Shining? No, like I thought it was boring work? as hell. Oh, I loved The Shining. Everybody loved The Shining but me. Because it's like, oh my, I'm terrified of a little kid on a trike. Who gives a rat's ass? It was the psychology of being in an empty Ugh. hotel in the middle of winter and no one else is around. What yeah. are you going to do when your husband goes insane? Here's Jen. Well, Catherine's been used to that for years now, her husband going insane. She's... Oh, so it was like real life. You're like, ah, <laughs> it's like... this every day. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she's dealing with it every day, so, you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> I think they should reshoot The Shining, except have it be like Home Alone. The wife's setting traps for him. <laughs> he goes, here's Johnny, and then he gets hit in the face with the frying pan. I love it. Thing. I love it. It's a great idea. Let's get that that's going. That's Moira Kelly from Schitt's Creek. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's like, exactly maybe she can it. act as Moira Kelly, so let's like morph like three different shows all in one. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Mr. Mercedes, or did you read any of the books? I No, I haven't. I it's really good. Stephen King. I went through a huge Stephen King phase when I was in high school and couldn't get enough and kind of dropped off. Although I, I think it is really scary. Yeah, no, I could see that. I, I could absolutely see that. I don't know. I, I just, I was very, I was very, 
I was very happy to see that it was so much so much better than everything he's ever done before, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, because you never want something to suck. No, you don't want it to suck. You're absolutely right. But you know, pattern recognition. Holland Taylor is uh, uh, is in it. She is terrific. You know who She's Holland Taylor? One of the best actresses out there. I couldn't agree more. Sick. Couldn't agree more. She is terrific. There's. Well, this is not going to ruin the series for anybody, but Brendan Gleeson plays a guy who's about probably 65 years old. He's overweight, you know, he doesn't watch himself. And actually, Holland Taylor plays Ida, a very attractive older woman. And he comes over to her house to have dinner, and she goes, look at this, and shows him a picture of herself naked. And he goes, what are you doing showing me that picture? He goes, well, I'm trying to have sex with you, unless you don't want to have sex with me, which would make no sense because I'm much more attractive than you are. <laughs> she is so good in it. Uh, there are a bunch of people in it that are, that are really the the casting is fantastic in it. Oh, Kelly Lynch is in it. I didn't know Kelly Lynch was in it. I haven't seen her yet. She went to the same high school as Catherine back in the day. As a matter of fact, they went to high school together in Minneapolis. Uh, but, yeah, Holland Taylor and Brendan Gleeson alone, there are other reasons to watch it, but those two alone are enough reason to watch it. Pretty damn good, seven, uh, 2017, 18, 19. But there were only two years of it. Did they ever release the third year of it yet? Mr. Mercedes? Yeah. You know, I wonder, so many things have been held up, so I'm wondering if that third season, because it says three seasons. It does, yeah. It does say yep. three seasons. And you're watching 18, it on 19. Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime, yep. I'm watching on Amazon Prime, so I just, uh, I would recommend it. First of all, if Brendan Gleeson's in it, I'll watch it. I love that guy. Yeah, because it looks like it came out at the end of 2019. Yeah, so. I think that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you just have to find it. It hasn't been released, maybe to streaming. Oh, it has not been released yet? To the, I don't know, the, the, the but 13th. it came out. I was going to say it came out at the right. end of 2000. I'm just saying maybe it's not on Prime yet. Yeah, possibly. I checked on, uh, the, as far as I could tell, that it's not on really any any of the... Uh, it's on, I think Mr. Mercedes is on Prime, on Vudu, it's on some channel I've never heard of, and then it's on uh, Apple Plus, too. It's on, it's on four different outlets right now, at least the first season is. Yeah, but not Netflix. Not Netflix, no. I think a lot of shows get a second light because of Netflix. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. That's probably yeah. true. Oh, by the way, Scott Lawrence, Scott Lawrence is in it, too, and I point out, because I always like Scott Lawrence, too. He's uh, he's an older black actor. But he he could be Barack Obama's father. <laughs> the God, they looks, do look similar. They, they do, do. They have the they? same ears and the same shaped face. Exactly. They have an oval-shaped face. Yeah, I can <laughs> see do. it. I, I, I think that Scott Lawrence is just terrific. I think he's really, really good. I rather enjoy his work too, but yeah, I mean, there. I would say, to tell you the truth, the only upside to the COVID nineteen catastrophe uh, occurring in two thousand twenty is there's a lot of stuff. If you've got Hulu or Apple Plus or anything, there's a lot of great shows to watch now. A lot. There are a lot of great shows. There's a lot of. I think it's been an opportunity for people to catch up on their list. And, and shows that they might have missed. And I think that the networks are very happy about that. Because right. I, we're going to have a slow spring, too, when it comes to new content. Things are going to roll out. Yep. Things are going to have shorter seasons if they do uh, are able to shoot. So we're not going to really get back to normal production until fall 2021. 
God, fall of 2021. Do you, is the word out there, do they think that COVID's going to be around for most of next year? Yes. And that oh. is, uh, yes. And, and I will tell you, in terms oh. of live events and concerts, I've been told 2022 is when we're really going to see musicians go back out on the road. Another year and a half. Yeah. And oh. you're looking at Broadway. Some of the older shows will probably come back fall 2021, but new shows aren't until 2022. I mean, this is a struggle bus for the arts, honestly. Oh, and I don't God, think yeah. people are really focusing in on what's happening. Also, the convention industry, anything like any of those um, Comic-Con type of events, business conventions, those have a solid year before they're going to come back, too. God, isn't it just sad that this is all going on? It just you would think it would. How long did the uh, the Spanish flu last in the early 1900s? Was that a year and a half, two years? Good yes. question. I think it was a year and a half. I think it was a year and a half, but I'm not sure about that. Andy's looking it up right now. But the Spanish flu. This is nothing like the Spanish. Flu. Uh, Spanish uh, it, flu lasted over just over two years. Just over yeah. two years. Yeah, so. it's this is uh, Spanish flu is an order of magnitude worse. Oh God, maybe yeah. two orders of magnitude worse than this. Well, worse this, than this, the death yeah. toll is uh, somewhere in the 30, 40 million mark for the Spanish flu. Oof. Thirty to forty million. Wow. Not in, not in America. All around the world. Yeah. But still. But but okay. right now, COVID is what about one point three million? Let's see here. COVID deaths worldwide. Yeah, one point two. One point two million. So we got like forty times the deaths to go. Well, I have a question for you. It's been at one point two million now for about a month. Yeah, it's definitely winding down. It seems like it. Well, it's a, every vulnerable person at this point has gotten it and died from it. Yeah. So the, Seems whoever's like left are the people who aren't going to die from it. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose well, most, for the most part. According to Minnesota, we're... Doomed. We're doomed. <clears throat> we're doomed? Yeah. 99% lethality. Just, I, uh, I was at the store last night. And Ooh, people, why don't we take a break? We'll yeah. be right back. Because okay. we're going to take a break. And then we'll yeah. be right back. Melissa's got something to say. And then Kristen will admit... That she's a Republican. Coming out of the closet. Her brother yeah. got to That's her. not happening. I promise you that. <laughs> we'll be right back. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back, and before Melissa gets to her deal, I just got to point something out. The Star Tribune and this whole state tries way too hard to show how woke they are. Yes, they do. Did you see the front page of the Star Tribune? There's Did a. Say mo- I'm with her. 
There's a Muslim <laughs> woman in full garb holding up an I voted sign. Uh-huh. You're going, you're trying way too hard to show us how woke you are. Settle down. But the fact that you're saying woke is. <laughs> I know. I, God, I almost threw up. <laughs> There's a little something in the back of your throat. Yeah, dude. So Melissa had a point to make. Yeah, so I was, yeah, I worked at the container store last night, and I had like five women come up and say, yeah, I had to come and get all of my Christmas stuff because you never know when we're going to get shut down again. Oh, God. And I was well, like, that's true. is that a thing right now that's going around? And I, so I looked. They've been threatening that for months. Yeah. Well, so I looked at the, you know, news articles and like people are talking like it's the end of the world in Minnesota all of a sudden. And I'm like, what? Is it just because t- today's election day or what? Like, I think so. Yeah. Inventory, I know, on toilet paper and paper towels is starting to disappear again. Isn't it? Uh, really? Oh, oh no. Yeah. And I know, I mean, we're hearing here on the West Coast, because we've been fairly stable at this point, we're hearing that for you guys in the Midwest, especially Wisconsin, that you guys are all falling apart in terms of COVID, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Minnesota's getting a lot of press because you're a swing state. And you oh, have high right. COVID numbers. That's yeah. what we've been told. Swing state? What by what it? definition? <laughs> well. <laughs> I thought we didn't have high COVID numbers. Apparently now we do. Apparently we have 3,000 new cases all in like a week. Yeah, but those are cases. Yeah, cases don't really Well, matter. I know, but that's but they hear cases and they assume that we're all dying. Yeah, right. And that's where we need the distinction. The, the number that we need to be concerned about is what's happening in the ICU? Are we overloading the ICU? There you go. Dying? Those are the two numbers. Yeah, and actually that is one thing I saw a friend of mine uh, posted on Facebook and she verified everything. We did actually, apparently in the metro, ran out of ICU beds just recently. I don't know. Well, I, I haven't, haven't heard ju- that. I haven't fact-checked it, but that's what right. that's what she... She said she fact-checked it, fact-checked it and she usually does. Well, but. so far... COVID has killed off 0.045% of Minnesotans. Right. 0.045, and this is a hotbed? I, I don't know. think Apparently, so. I don't know. I don't know. But there were And Wisconsin, what's ladies. happening in Wisconsin? Because everyone thinks that there's a meltdown happening in Wisconsin with COVID. Let's yeah, see. that I don't know. And Andy will give you that in a second. Well, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's no second wave in Sweden. That's true. Uh, the death rate. So can we move to Sweden? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. That, but they just let it run. They let it run. They yeah. let it run. Yeah, I mean, they they, no, the people were, it, it, they they protected themselves, but they just kind of kind of let it run, and there's no second wave there. Wisconsin the, is point zero three six percent. So it's better than we are. Yes. So how is that a hotbed? Well, the thing about Wisconsin <laughs> is oh, that it God. never it didn't peak until like right two days ago. Right. Their numbers were extremely low all the way up through September. So their total deaths have, yeah, they were doing just fine. They had many days of zero deaths. Well, there's just insinuation that, you know, you're out of the sun, sun's lower in the sky, northern climes, that your vitamin D level drops, and that can make uh, the infection rate greater and the severity of the disease greater. Um, But that's what the, there's there's an insinuation of uh, current data that rec- recommends that now there haven't been absolute control studies there's not epidemiologic studies of significance to prove that but everybody's sort of hitting everything's sort of hitting around that you know they're not hitting the bullseye but it come, it's all centering on that center same kind of thing so vitamin d zinc that's the other thing they talk about i've been taking my vitamin d religiously in fact when i was in europe kind of at the height of their their first wave 
I always take vitamin D because it keeps me from getting sick just with the basic cold. I'm like, maybe that helped me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm religious about it. Maybe, maybe that's why Annie never gets cold. Yeah, I looked this up recently. How often, how many times a year would you say the average person gets a cold? Adults. Adults. How many times a year? Yeah. If they have I kids, always, I would say three. I if they don't, one. maybe one. Yeah, no, the average person gets four colds a year. Four? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Jesus. I, I, do. I usually have one. Yeah, and I, I have one. one every like four or five years. Wash, yeah, you people, wash your hands. Yeah, people are yeah, just exactly. like so insanely disgusting. Exactly. <laughs> They're just chomping down those germs in the year round, apparently. So, you and, know. And, and poor health. <clears throat> poor health and poor medical care. This is the um, average adult, though. Yeah. This is all adults in the country. They're getting yeah. four colds. They're getting a cold every season. That's amazing. So clearly a big part of the problem is lack of proper hygiene. Yeah. Or having kids that... Kids. Kids are just... I was getting all my colds. That, that's lack of proper hygiene. Right. There's still lack of proper hygiene. Right. Yeah. I was getting all my colds when I was going on airplanes. And then I started wearing a mask on airplanes oh, almost yeah. three years ago now. And I stopped getting it. And that's probably because... Planes are super dirty, but I was also, yeah. I touch my face a lot. It's just a bad habit. Yeah, so, me too. So do I. Um, yeah. But once I started wearing a mask, especially when I was going overseas, they all stopped. Yeah. I wouldn't get colds from planes. I would just feel a general malaise for like a week after. General malaise? <laughs> from that, flying? But that stopped after I started wiping down the area yep. oh, yeah. on the plane. Oh, yeah. yep. Makes a difference. Yeah, it mm-hmm. really does. It's got a huge impact. And it really question. speaks to how gross the yeah, average person but is. But don't ever look at Humans that. Humans are disgusting. Don't ever look at the underside of that wipe yep. after you're done. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah. We were on a plane about five years ago. And the guy across the aisle went, oh, my God. I said, what's the, what's the deal? He said, he tested the, his tray table. Tuberculosis. I'm not was surprised. Was on the tray table. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, what the hell? Oh, my God. That's great. Yeah. I, yeah, I honestly, the first time I flew with Andy, I thought he was crazy. I was watching him do this. I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then, like, ever since, I've never gotten sick on a plane, you know, after yeah. flying with him ever because... We wipe everything down, and he's religious about it. Yeah. See, I so, when I was younger, I thought that the airlines did that, but no, they do not. <laughs> they, no, they, don't. they don't watch they those don't. planes ever. I'm sure they do now. <laughs> they don't. Well, they do now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure but they do before now. Before that, no, they literally they, they, would they, never wipe down the planes, wash the planes, anything. They have some sort of that, spray that they spray. Around. Yeah, which works super well. <laughs> but that was the most frustrating thing at the start of the pandemic. They're like, "We are cleaning our planes." I'm like, "You should have been doing it all along." Yeah, I know. Exactly. I mean, I, I always put the remote control in my hotel. I'm a little bit more like Andy. I bring a Ziploc and I put it in the remote, the remote control in the Ziploc, and that's how I use it because <laughs> uh, I don't want people's disgusting germs. Like, yeah. and we don't want people doing their beds, so I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I, and then I wipe down toilet handles, all the faucets, all the door handles, doorknobs. Do no, huge difference. Yeah, oh, you're you're. Way more crazy. And then when you're done with that, you have to go take a shower. I, mean, I, I don't want to even touch <laughs> yeah, that remote. Yeah, oh, exactly. oh, oh. <laughs> there you have Ziploc it. bag, people, and yeah. then you throw it away when you're leaving the room. Done. Uh, no question about it. Hey, by the way, I just found something out that um, I did not know. I was just looking at the Star Tribune front page, and two Twin Cities radio personalities uh, have lost their jobs. Now, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I was going to say, we were like, oh. By the way, I'm fired. <laughs> By the That's way. news to drop on election day. <laughs> I'm, I'm not one of them, but I guarantee you something. There will be people that blame me for them getting fired. 
Even though they, neither one of them works at KQRS. One worked at KJWB, the other one worked at 97.1, Cities 97. Uh, because every time, every time somebody in radio gets fired, it's my fault. Mm. Well, what did you do to them? <laughs> uh, nothing. I don't even know them. I, you know, I don't know anything well, about 97 and KJWB. Um, one is the producer of the Dave Ryan show. I, I would have quit because Dave Ryan's a flaming prick. <laughs> he's yeah. the one radio guy in this town I can't stand. He's just an, a little tiny guy, and he's really mad at the world about that. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. He's annoying. Oh, God, is he ever. Uh, the executive producer of the Dave Ryan show and the ni- City's 97 morning host both announced their depart. What, let me see what they're... I don't, I don't know a whole lot of people in radio anymore. Hunter Quinn... And Steve Latart, I think. Steve Latart, I think, was the the executive producer of the Ryan Show, and Hunter Quinn was the morning guy on uh, huh. City. But that lot of radio people have been getting a hook, yep. a lot. There's no doubt about that. And TV people are all retiring. You got uh, Pat Kessler, who was shoulder to shoulder with Dave Ryan with the personality, <laughs> and then there's uh, who's the other one that just oh Dave, Dave Dahl, who's yeah. a great guy. Dave Dahl's a great guy, but. In any case, so I want you to know when, when if you hear that I fired them all, it wasn't me. I don't even know them. I don't know anything about TWB or Cities 97. Hate to see it because they're both very young guys. They look like they're about your age, Andy. Hmm. I don't like to see guys your age getting getting fired from their jobs. That's not a good thing. And I don't know either one, so I don't know if they were really good at it or, or what the situation was. But, man, it's part of the business now. Radio you know? has a very high turnover rate for employees. It does indeed. All right, Kristen, you're fired for another week. Oh, thank you. I'm going to fire you now, <laughs> and then I'm going to hire you back next week. What do you I say? I appreciate that. I look forward to um, getting my rehire letter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you, my dear. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Kristen Burt, we'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. 